Good morning, and welcome to Milwaukee Mennonites Monday Morning Devotionals, an opportunity for the Milwaukee Mennonite Church family and friends of the community to share their ideas, to help us focus our thoughts, and to listen for God's work in our lives and in the world around us. Today, we hear from Ray Gingrich. Ray is one of our community's elders that has been worshiping with Mennonites in Milwaukee for a lot longer than our current iteration of Milwaukee Mennonite. On the tales of David's thoughts last week, Ray's sharing also feels timely, considering our current political climate. One of my earliest memories of my father is his recitation by heart of Leigh poem, Abu Ben Adam. It goes, Abu Ben Adam, may his tribe increase, I woke one night from a deep dream of peace and saw within the moonlight in his room, making it rich and like a lily in bloom, an angel writing in a book of gold. Exceeding peace had made Ben Adam bold, and to the presence in the room he said, What writest thou? The vision raised its head. And with a look made of all sweet accord, answered the names of those who love the Lord. And is mine one, said Abu? Nay, not so, replied the angel. Abu spoke more low, but cheerfully still, and said, I pray thee then, write me as one that loves his fellow men. The angel wrote and vanished. The next night it came again with great awakening light and showed the names of whom God had blessed. And lo, Ben Adam's name led all the rest. Quote, I pray thee then, write me as one that loves his fellow men, unquote. I'm guessing that all of us here at MMC generally love our fellow humans. You know, generally, applying Paul's definition, love is patient, love is kind, love is not envious or boastful or arrogant, or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. So most of the time we love our fellow humans like that, right? Well, maybe I slip up once in a while and irritable. Okay, well, maybe here and there on patience but not too often. So generally, I think I'm a loving person. Well, I guess I'm not always kind, you know, but most of the time, to most people. But then along comes Jesus, and who ups the ante with, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. You know, like Nancy Pelosi. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? 
Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? So, I think, I love, quote, our enemies, assuming Jesus was using the inclusive plural, you. If he meant, quote, your, unquote, individually, well, I guess I would have to have a conversation with Jesus about that. Maybe the two of us on a walk. Here's how it might go. After some small talk about what it's been like to be at the right hand of the Father, I ask, so Jesus, I got a couple of questions on your loving your enemies teaching. Jesus says, okay. I say, by your enemies, did you mean like the enemies of the country or the enemies of my political party? Or did you mean personal enemies? Who is my enemy? Jesus answers, well, you know my Samaritan parable where I flipped the question on the lawyer, right? I say, flip the question? Jesus says, yeah. He was looking for a narrow definition of what people he would be limiting to loving. And I expanded the definition to your neighbor is whoever you are neighborly toward. Me. Hmm. I never really thought of it that way. So are you saying that my enemy is whoever I treat as an enemy? Jesus says, well, what do you think? Me. Hmm. I'm thinking, that's what you're implying, Jesus. So by the word, quote, treat, unquote, it would need to be someone who actually I have a personal encounter with. Jesus answers, you sound like a lawyer. No offense, Lisa. Treat was your word, not mine. Me. So are you saying that my enemy might be someone who I don't have a personal encounter with? Jesus, come on, stop being a lawyer. I'm not giving laws here. I'm just trying to help you answer your own question. It is you that will have to act on your thinking about this. Me. Well, if I don't encounter that other person, it wouldn't do her any harm to just have, um, well, you know, bad or negative thoughts about him. Jesus, well, Ray, it's okay with me if you postpone your decision on that. Or you might hold on to that decision for now, but continue to think about it. Certainly no harm to change your mind later. Well, thank you for the conversation, Jesus. See you around. Jesus, hey, stay in touch. Me reflecting on that conversation. Well, thanks, Jesus. You were a big help. Talk about a guy who answers questions with questions. As I walk along, I see a neighbor's yard sign. Quote, hate has no home here. I think, now that's some neighbor who would be easy to love. Then another, Black Lives Matter. Then another, white silence is white consent. I think, yeah, 
These are neighbors that I can love. They might like one of our signs, you know? No matter where you're from, we're glad you're our neighbor. Uh-oh. There's a Make America Great Again sign, to which I have some negative thoughts. Well, to be honest, I guess actually some hateful thoughts. I rethink them into some more neutral thoughts. Not quite reaching the threshold of loving, you know. Just then a sign, make our borders safe, to which I translate, keep foreigners out. I think, thank God these people don't live on my block. Then more hateful thoughts, needing some rethinking. Then, hey, Jesus, are these my enemies? Do I have to love these people? Yeah, yeah, he'd just answer, what do you think? Thankfully, I don't have any conversations with those people. Then another sign, a hateful one. Our governor is a bleeping idiot. And oh my God, the person owning that sign is right there raking leaves. I look away. He cheerfully says, good morning, sir. I thought of responding, uh, I voted for that guy you're talking about on your sign. But I chickened out and just mumbled, uh, good morning, sir, quickening my pace. So, Jesus, is this guy my enemy? Do I have to love him? Right, he'd just say, what do you think? This is too hard. I decided to distract myself with some music from my phone. Lately, I've been listening to some old-timey gospel tunes while I'm walking or jogging. And the first one that pops up today is Tennessee Ernie Ford singing, I Come to the Garden Alone. It's followed by the Statler brothers singing Just a Little Talk with Jesus. After it's finished, I think, hey, Jesus, why do these guys get the easy conversations? But I know what he'll say. What do you think? Well, you all have a nice week. May your conversations with Jesus be pleasant. Well... Um, challenging. Uh, well, how about um, meaningful? Goodbye. Thank you, Ray. If you have a devotional to share with us, a thought, a poem, a song, whatever you think would be helpful for us to briefly hear on a Monday morning, please let me know. We'd love to hear from you. Now, a blessing as you go. May the God who comes to Abu Ben Adem in the night come to you. May you find opportunities to talk with Christ wherever you might find him in your life. And may you find the love of our Creator coaxing, irking, bugging you to do the right thing, to show grace when you otherwise would feel righteous indignation, to show mercy when you could otherwise say a hurtful truth, to show peace when you could easily create an enemy, to show love by being true to yourself and to your God 
while relating to someone with whom you disagree. And in doing so, may you be counted among those who love God. Amen. Milwaukee Mennonites Monday Morning Devotional was created for Milwaukee Mennonite Church. Thanks again to Ray Gingrich for sharing this week, and to Connie Johnson Evers for the intro music from her hymn, More Than You Know, and David Stolpe for the outro music from his piece, Threshold. And thank you for listening. Blessings to you and yours this week. <laughs>